and welcome to another episode of All That Film. The rules are broken, baby. Uh, in this new Purge film, that's the tagline for it, The Forever Purge, uh, the film that, that finally came out uh, July 4th weekend. And uh, we're reviewing it. We're talking about The Purge. Uh, just a heads up. We are going to be t- reviewing the Forever Purge, but there is going to be a sealed section kind of thing um, for all the Purge movies in general towards the end. If you want to skip that, because part of it will be me asking Todd, uh, who is a big fan of the Purge movies, uh, questions about uh, the movies in general. So I'm, I'm going to save my thoughts a little bit for the end because you may not want to hear someone complain about the Purge movies, and you may just want to hear a review of the Forever Purge. Which, in that case, uh, I'm your host, Hay, and we're joined by a, a great group of guests. Um, Todd, Nick, and first-time appearances on the podcast, we're going to put in quotes, um, Rich and Michelle. Right? Sorry, Michelle, what were you on before? I was on the Dylan O'Brien appreciation. Dylan, the illustrious, the best episode we've we've ever recorded that has not been posted yet. So this okay, and Rich is uh, Rich as well um, has recorded. Everybody's everybody's been here before, but just just to make the debut. um, Todd is contributing. Todd is contributing to the ATF world by bringing in two new people. So, yeah, Todd, Todd is bringing in the youth that uh, all that film so desperately uh, <laughs> craves. <laughs> so just to clarify, this is my buddy Rich and my wife Michelle, and we we saw this movie together actually today. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I will say um, as the host of this podcast, I, I am very worried it is going to switch to from ATF to ATT, and we're going to have all that Todd. Um, <laughs> very soon. With that said, Todd, you're actually going to lead us. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Forever Purge? Okay, so I liked the Forever Purge. General couple notes for me: the Purge, what they are, is smarter than your average B movie, B movies, and so that's kind of how I like these. I don't hold them up to the scrutiny of being like amazing political commentary. I love that they're big, dumb, over the top you know, fuck you, America, fuck you, white people. You know what I mean? Like sort of like films. (laughs) And I just find them really entertaining that way. And I found this one entertaining. Like it is a film that I think is pretty consistent. I would probably cut about 10 minutes from the beginning because I'm obsessed with 90 minute films. Uh, So I would probably try to cut about 10 minutes from the beginning. But overall, I found this pretty consistently entertaining. It takes dead aim for everything you might dislike uh, about our political systems. And uh, it's big and dumb. And it actually is the best shot of all the Purge films. It looks the best of all the Purge films. There's actually neat things like a couple cool long shots, etc. It's still dark, but other than that, it's pretty good. So yeah, that's my take on this movie. I liked it. Um, yeah, that, I, I'm, I'm curious, uh, because you saw it with Rich and Michelle. So this was the mm-hmm. same experience. Uh, Rich, what were your thoughts on, uh, the forever purge? 
I, I was kind of surprised. I went in with low expectations. Like I, I like this series, but I, I am not the, the Purge fan that Todd is. Uh, and because I went in with low expectations, I was pleasantly surprised. Like it, it dragged a little bit in the beginning. I, I, I'll agree with that. Uh, but once it settled into its groove, it was an entertaining popcorn flick at a time that I would love one. And so, yeah, it was, it was just kind of fun to go for the ride. It's it's dumb. It's really on the nose, but it's a lot of fun at the same time. And they they kind of just lean into the heavy handedness and like uh they're not trying to pretend that they're not commenting on on the real world, but they get to play by their own rules, and it's it's pretty entertaining. Nice, yeah. I I am uh, sweating now. Uh, probably after the next two, um, we'll probably have to accept my role as the heel for this review. But Michelle, what were your thoughts <laughs> on the Forever Purge? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I also I also really enjoyed the film. Um, you know, Todd Richards saying it, it's 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 dumb, and it and it is, but it also is like it's it's like smart dumb because it's not. It raises interesting questions and issues because of the world that's built. They can make really interesting dilemmas for characters and interesting scenarios to put them into. Where like as you're watching the movie. Um, you know, you can think about, well, what would I do in that scenario? And I, ju I just think that the the way that they set everything up, um, you know, it made me really think about the America. The antagonists are like basically like QAnon crazy kind of type people. And so um, it felt very real um, in a, you know, in a in a fun way. Because, uh, you know, like they said, it's a B-movie. It's kind of B-movie-esque, not take too seriously. It doesn't take itself too seriously, but... Um, at the same time, it provides interesting, kind of thought-provoking scenarios. Um, so I appreciate that about this 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 film. Yeah, and then Nick, uh, I think you are also positive on this film. So, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, I'm I'm mostly positive on uh, the Forever Purge, which is something I never really thought I would say because, like, the Purge franchise for as long as it's gone. For a long time, I was kind of, like, hesitant to watch any of them, because I was always, like, you know, receiving the byproducts of, like, everyone's opinion. It's like, oh, these movies are trash, or these movies are excellent, you know, and I just kind of stayed out of it. But then I watched all the Purge movies prior to this film, and I was like, well, this is kind of interesting. It is like a B-movie horror flick that is very, at times, exploitative, like, um... Todd was talking about, uh, in the Discord chat, uh, we were talking about the first Purge. Uh, not the original Purge, but the prequel yeah, of the first Yeah, you gotta purge. be clear now. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, you gotta be clear <laughs> with some of these. Um, we were talking about that film, and it does seem at times to be like a black exploitation horror film. Um, and it is interesting to think about. Um, and clearly, the entirety of the Purge franchise has always been about, like, the politics, it's always on the surface. And that's what the whole thing is built on. It's like, okay, let's take what we have and extrapolate it into a future that is kind of bleak. Um, and that's what the Forever Purge was, um, both on a positive and kind of like anxiety-ridden end. Because like, sometimes I don't like to think about the fact that society is like going the way it is. And I'm like, 
You don't have to remind me, but it is eerily, like... This film apparently was supposed to come out in 2020, but the fact that this comes out in 2021, <laughs> during a year of, like, just the worst type of things happening, is just the cherry on top of matching with the zeitgeist of political commentary. I'm not saying it's good, but it is an entertaining film with big, uh, with sort of uh, big set pieces, really interesting camera movements. It definitely is better shot than some of the other ones I've seen. Um, and it does provide some interesting things to think about in terms of uh, various, various political themes while not going too deep into it. Well, it's interesting that most of these movies did not come out in the Trump or post-Trump era, but they all feel like they did. Yeah, yeah. it is interesting. Or maybe it's like, I mean, maybe it's the fact that like because we live in a post-Trump era that everything else becomes more obvious. It's like, well, were these things prevalent before Trump got in office? Well, kind of. It's the yeah. fact that like Trump exacerbated a lot of the issues with um, everything, especially with the rise of QAnon, you know, and all that stuff. It just really heightens yeah. everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. By the time that they're carrying their purge forever flags, like we're we're not being subtle about anything. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. it's definitely not subtle after the first movie. It's way not subtle, <laughs> and that's part, it's of the, like... that's part of the charm. It's almost like cathartic in a way. I think I enjoyed it more than maybe more than I expected I would because it it, it was kind of affirming to see some of this represented uh, in in kind of a fictional universe uh, where where you where you can detach a little bit from it and be like, okay, yeah, this is how crazy these people are like in real life. But you can kind of I don't know. To me, there was something cathartic about. Um, you know, thinking about things in that context. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was talking to a friend of mine who, um, who was kind of disappointed about this weekend's offerings. And I'm like, you could just watch fear street, but like, <laughs> um, but I'm like, he's like, Wait, Oh, this, well, this I saw this. Rev- everybody this weekend. Wait, what is your friend a psychopath? <laughs> no, I would, no, would want to see, I, I actually do want to see fear street, but that's besides the point. He was, Talking about, um, he read a review of the the Forever Purge, and he was disappointed that it was it was like this movie and like some of the other movies. He's like, I just want escapism. And I'm like, escapism in the Purge? There's no such thing, man. Well, tell, tell him to watch. <laughs> tell him to watch Boss Baby Two. That's prime. Oh my god! <laughs> Again, there's some. For, there's like twelve things that came out this weekend. It's just hard. For oh me my to god! Um, it would have been watch, funny if the I Tomorrow War is probably. That. I'm not saying it's good but todd it it's escapism i guess um yeah oh sure look uh before before there's too much uh positivity on this film uh, <laughs> i do have, I, I, I know i know this is this is the point that if you wanted to hear these thoughts if if you didn't you're skipping ahead to the scores which is great that's a good choice for you um shame <laughs> because I did not like the Forever Purge, and I'm not going to pretend like it was a good movie like the rest of my hosts. Um, however, oh, I didn't pretend. However, however, pretend, pretend. Okay, go ahead. I will. Did anyone say, say good movie, or did they all just say fun movie? 
I don't think it was a fun movie, and we can get into some of why. Um, but the one thing I will say as a positive thing, which is, is I think something that y'all, uh, specifically Michelle was kind of bouncing around, which was my point, uh, or my my one major thing that I took from these movies, is I think this movie is a perfect idea for a universe that they struck a gold mine on that they didn't even know what they were doing and you can kind of see that in the first uh the, sorry the purge the very first film that they came out with uh because multiple people like everyone most people said oh well you know that was a fine movie or whatever but I, we wanted to see the actual purge stuff because you're making a purge movie which I'll get, we'll touch on later um however this, when, when people come up with hypotheticals of, of things, this is an actual hypothetical in motion because this is like if we took a Martin Scorsese script, like we took Goodfellas and we gave it to the director of Gotti and you think to yourself, you're like, wait a minute. Or we took, what? sorry, Martin, sorry, no, 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 not necessarily the script. We, we took, we took. The, the like the premise of a Martin Scorsese film and we gave it mm-hmm. to the writer of Gotti and then an okay director came in and made it serviceable we'll say it would be like if Hal Miyazaki gave the idea of his film to Illumination then they tried oh, to come up with an idea for what something would be that is what you are getting with the Purge franchise and here's where I'll get into other thoughts because I have questions for Todd, and this is where it bleeds into uh, less criticism and more an exploration of the Purge films. Um, okay. For someone, this is not my first Purge movie. I have seen uh, Purge Anarchy, uh, Purge Election Year, and The Forever Purge now. I have seen three of the films, and Todd will get into what is the correct order in a second because he is the expert. However, I will ask to make sure is there a point to watching these movies? Are they, is there any line of cohesion at all? What do you mean? Is there any line of cohesion? Like, is there any point for me to have seen purge anarchy and purge election year? Like there's no through line. They don't No, 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 They don't matter. They, they disagree with one another. (laughs) There's a minor reference to something that happens in purge election year. Uh, I mean, it's significant, but it's, you know, it's a thing somebody could just tell you and then you could move on. But I don't want to, we're not in spoilers. We're not in spoilers. So, no. Yeah. So, so this is, I guess, part of my problem is that I watch these movies and I just think like, could we not have thrown in one character from a previous movie in like the group or something? Because I think about this over and over and I think I, I would have rather had some sort of through line or like, two rivaling neighbors like in the purge and they have to pretend to like each other but every year on purge they just go at almost like a spy versus spy uh or something Mm -hmm. with the premise and i understand this is schlock i understand i should turn my brain off to a certain extent and there are things there are choices this film makes that make me not do that because in a movie like a quiet place 2 there are plenty of things for me to go hey wait that doesn't make sense and, and I don't because the movie makes sense and the movie sings throughout. So until we go and turn on the what? recording and I yeah. talk with Todd, Margot and McKenna and Lindsay, whoever we talked with on that recording, we get into all the things that didn't make sense. But I don't think about it during the movie. I thought of all those things 
during the Forever Purge. So many things. This is a slight spoiler, I will say. The first three jump scares in this movie are, um, God, I can't, it's a pregnant Dumb. woman. Um, oh boy. It's like say, a kid just jumps out in front of her. Yeah, a it's a random kid. It's a pregnant lady. And then a bunny, uh, something, I forget. They're not actual jump scares for whatever reason. Um, sure. Yeah, they're not they're they're not great jump scares, but they're pretty bad. There are certain things that I think this movie does really well. Um, for one, it has a very Mexican cast, and it doesn't like shy away from that or like do a random like Hollywood movie approach to like ah well you know we got to check a box to have y'all in here or whatever. No, it it feels like you know you had. Mexican American people in a movie. And that's, I think, why I get pissed off because it does that aspect well. And there are so many other aspects of this movie that just don't reward that. And I was sitting there, and I think my main thing is I just wish this was an all Mexican American story. Like, I, I think I don't care about the other characters. And that is part of my problem because I do like certain aspects, but my major criticisms. I think are on that and I'll get into spoilers, but Todd, please share us the proper way to watch the purge. Um, in terms of order, in terms I of think order, if, yes. yeah, if you're just looking for the movies, I would watch the one called the first purge and it's really annoying, but uh, I would watch the one called the first purge, which is actually the fourth one. Then I would watch purge anarchy to give you a sense of like the the general vibe then i would watch the purge cuz that gives you insight into what the upper middle class is doing during it i think the biggest mistake that this franchise made and a franchise that i generally like is they should have never released the film the purge first it's a story that needed to be related released so, after you gave them access hold on let me finish the order and then i'll talk okay, yeah, yeah. okay yes, and perfect, then perfect. uh and then I would do Purge Election Year and then the Forever Purge. Go ahead. Okay. It, it, I'm so glad you mentioned this point because I, I had almost forgot to bring it up. I have not seen the, the very first Purge movie um, with Ethan Hawke. And I agree with you. I think at this point, I would have preferred them to switch it up if they started with Purge Anarchy to have one of these like in one place uh, purge style movies because then that's changing up the format but unfortunately they they opened with that and everyone was like wait a minute we want to see the world building of this and and here's the problem i think y'all were talking about this the, the movies don't necessarily like think they're like high art or like they know what they are and i'm not disagreeing with that but the problem is i think they have such a good premise that it's almost like i don't know it would be like if LeBron James were like the uh, he were like the aerobics coach for for a youth basketball team. You would think to yourself, you're like, wait, uh, okay, it's not necessarily affecting the game, but that why why is he there? What is he doing here um, in this capacity or whatever? Um, but you know, I digress. We'll get into scores on well, this. Um, well, I think so. well, well, I think with that, I think the issue is really how. Um, how films or film franchises prove themselves because like a studio will give 
a certain production company a certain amount of money and say, okay, you have to make your film with this. And so a lot of the bigger ideas are saved for later movies in case the first movie does well. And that's part of the reason why they started with the Ethan Hawke thing. It's not really because they didn't have that idea later that they wanted to do first. I mean, yes, I agree with you generally. They should have started with, you know, anarchy and then go into the upper middle class and then go back into the mayhem that's, you know, election year and, you know, the forever purge. It's just a matter of like, okay, well, if you want your franchise to succeed, we'll give you $3 million, make a movie out of that. And it's because of the budget limitation, they could not do Purge well, Anarchy. Because Purge Anarchy was, was like $10 like, million. The second, yeah, but the second one was only like $9 mil, right? I, which is triple. Yeah. You're right. That probably. Yeah. Le- and by the way, okay, so I wanted to briefly mention this because Nick had, had the numbers on it. The, the Blumhouse numbers on the Purge fran- franchise are insane. They should never end this. They are, they are so profitable, like stupid profitable. Yeah. Oh, man. Makes no sense. Like, hey, yeah. just the Purge yeah. films. Yeah, before, um, before the Forever Purge, they had a combined total of 35 mil, and they earned $450 million worldwide for all four films. Uh, that's so, insane. That is that so is a that is a thirteen to one. Like for every one dollar you put in, you're given thirteen. <laughs> I wish I wish I could invest in in film franchises because uh, I I put a lot of my money on on the purge. yeah like crowdfunding like yeah crowdfunding and Blumhouse in general. Yeah. I wish I could you know <laughs> yeah I wish I would work for Blumhouse. Wait, oh I don't even mean, I don't even work I don't I don't mean work I just want to throw in like. A stock, almost, or whatever. Um, then maybe I can, I can get like, into business things. And that's and that also shows the effective power Blumhouse has, because like, no matter your opinion on like whether or not the fact that they churn out movie after movie after movie, like they're like rice cakes, right? Mm. The cheapest food ever. But like, oh, no, I I respect their approach. So yeah, it, it can yeah, come that, out with garbage after yeah. garbage. It wouldn't matter to me. Because they always yeah. like their because thing. They keep, yeah, it, yeah. You just have enough bullets that you keep firing, and then. And, but we'll we'll get into scores for this, so we can open up to spoilers. Because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. so much that I want to talk about. Uh, Todd, what would All you right. give this out of ten? So I would give this a seven point five out of ten. I loved this. All right, Rich. What would you give this out of ten? I would give this a six out of ten. Six out of ten, Michelle. What would you give this? I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. Wow, nice. You beat Todd. Uh, Nick, what would you give this out of 10? I'm going to give this a 6 or 7 out of 10. Can you, I give, can't me, really... can you give me like a 6.5 is what you want to go with? Or... I, I, don't do, I don't do points. Like, well, I, could you? Either 6 or a 7, I'm sorry. Well, it's could you decide five. one of them so numerically I can give an average at the end of this? Fine, fine. 6.5. Three point one four one five nine two six five four. Okay, six point three. All right, I am going to go with a four. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a big, a big stinky Ooh. meanie. And I, I put this on Zola too. Uh, the score, the score averages. Who let out the old? Who let the old guy in? Who let oh the old God. guy in? Oh the, my God! How many times we have to teach you this six, lesson, old man? Six. <laughs> Uh, we will get into full spoilers, 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 spoilers. Um, so that way you don't have to find out that, uh, look, this movie has, 
someone to root is a, a racist person to root for in every degree. Are you slightly racist? Guess what? You have a main protagonist that learns a lesson that you can root for. Oh, are you QAnon? Well, we're maybe going to give you a villain character that <laughs> I don't think the movie makes enough of a statement to not criticize that behavior. And they're like, no, you can choose to root for this person because it's a standoff. And now you have your character too. That's my main criticism of the movie. I, I, think, I didn't think about it like that. I, I do uh, think that uh, that's valid because some of the same people that they're depicting as the forever purgers would have no problem being compared to that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and look, that this this is probably not the film's fault, and that's fine because those people aren't gonna have aren't gonna like understand subtlety or whatever. But I just had an issue with one of the main characters being so overtly racist. Like someone mentions, you could just say, you could just, if, if it's fixed to him just being like, nah, I don't, I don't want to meet like the sister or whatever. And then being like, oh, come on, please. But he's like, no, no Mexicans ever. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he, he basically just says, I don't think it's good for our kids to learn Spanish. Yeah, he just goes like over the top. And, and then See, I, I, was, I was in the movie and I was like, I, you know, I don't want this character I don't to see- be I, I honestly thought he was going to die at one point, but I, then they I, just kept following him. I think that's one of my main issues I had with the film. It's like, there's, there's infinitely, like, there's, there's, there's infinitely more better, like, characters to follow other than him, but now you have to, like, oh, well, not all white people are as bad as, like, oh, the ever-purgers, or the after, or ever-after-purgers, or whatever they call the, the fascists in the film. But well, before yeah. we go to that, Wait, Michelle, Michelle, sorry, I don't want to skip over Michelle. Oh, yeah, I I mean, I was just going to say, I don't know. I kind of like that, though. And maybe I'm, I mean, not maybe, I'm a little biased. I am biased because I am a sociologist who studies race. And so, like, I really like, you know, thinking about, like, how to address racism and things like that. So, to me, it was interesting to have a character um, actually have to address his own racism. I feel like that's actually not something we see as much as we should. Um, but, so I don't like, think they did enough, though, with that, though. I, like, I guess like, my, they, they it, did it, but it's like... Yeah. yeah. To, to I really like... Yeah. Oh, go for it, Michelle. I really like the conversation that he had with uh, the the Mexican... Um, protagonist i don't remember i don't know any of their names so it was like the you know it was like kind of racist white guy the main mexican guy um and they were having a conversation where uh you know he was just saying like well we're to get you know i don't think people who are different should mix and and the mexican guy is just like well maybe that's true but we're together now and it's like Mm. to me that makes a lot of sense as something to think about right is that you know maybe it's hard to get along with people who are different, but you know, we're all, we at, we, we at some level have to survive together. So I'm, I don't know, yeah. it's not super yeah. deep, but I like seeing movies get into it because I think too often it's like avoided or, you know, it's not addressed. And so I think I'm, it's just refreshing to me to see it addressed in a way that didn't piss me off too much. <laughs> I, I think yeah, that's, issue, that's actually kind of fair. Yeah, I think the issue I was having with that, though, because I, I do like your point. I, I don't think and this is this is again why I think I'm overly critical, because the movie does get certain things 
right and and i like them and i like your your thought of oh yeah like this this talks about you know looking inward and fixing uh racist thoughts that people might not realize they have is what i think the movie should have done in, or like how racist they actually are but they make this character in in uh dylan it, like so overtly is like what i keep going back to and i think yeah. like just the scene with the horse i think was enough to kind of like set up oh this guy like doesn't like hispanic people but not necessarily in the way where he would say like i hate hispanic people but maybe he wouldn't be okay with like a mexican person to date his daughter which is like right. more which is a smarter thing for the movie like or or more subtle i guess and i think i would have appreciated that more um uh, are, are we in I, full spoiler territory here full spoilers, Rich. you're you're unhinged you okay. can do whatever you want i'm rewriting the end of this movie we're, we're yeah. in the camp. Doctor comes up and presents his son's Mexican birth certificate. And like we close in on his face and the Curb Your Enthusiasm music plays. Rich really wanted one of the uh, people on the Mexico side to say in Spanish, fucking anchor baby. About the baby that was born in Mexico. <laughs> like, that's what he want Because, like, Rich, did, I mean, or sorry, hey, did you like the kind of, like, overt, like, commentary? Or did you want it to be a little bit more subtle? Like, for example, there's that part where the news is playing and they're like, will these American dreamers have a future in Mexico? Like, do you like stuff like that? Okay. Or do you, do you just think it's like... We, we got I, it that. Listen, we, I, listen, up, I was laughing. It, yeah. It is a purge movie. So there is a certain degree of... And this is part of, you know, a quiet place. Like, there's a certain degree of suspension of disbelief I can, I can have. You're telling me Mexico would just, yep, open the border up. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think they would do that in real life. <laughs> Canada wouldn't either. <laughs> yeah, uh, but to your point, Todd, I... For six hours only. Yeah, for only... <laughs> for six... Not even work, though. Like, I mean, okay, that, yeah, a purge. That... Like, okay, like, my, okay, my one main issue, really, if you're going to really think about it critically, it's like, if you have this open for six hours... Wouldn't you think that like these purgers would like find some way to go into the other two countries that have their borders open to cause more chaos? Like, like of course they have like you know the military laws in those, there, but like they want to hold in those other countries. They presumably have law. Well, yeah, they don't want. Yeah, they're already overcoming the cops and the military in the United States. Are you challenging the logic of a purge film? Well, so are I, you I challenging? A, I, I, okay. I have another Fine. thing, and this, and this is part of, the, part of the little dinner that goes off of suspension of disbelief, where the movie should not remind, like, the movie should not want me to think about more about this that would ruin the world. Are you telling me The Purge only exists in the United States and hasn't affected the larger parts of, like, U.S. and well, Canada or sure. anywhere? With, like, election year, they had, like, you know, purge tourism. Which does affect the rest of the world in in a way that's more financially beneficial to the United States. You need a like, certain like, density of white people for a purge plan to take off. It's just it's it's yeah. fact. Yeah. yeah. 
It's been yeah. especially if they're funded by the NFFA. I, yeah. I will say, I actually one of one of the things I did like uh, in terms of commentary or whatever. I kind of really loved the scene with Will Patton. Um, oh yeah, talking, yeah. talking to one of the other ranch hands uh, who later because he was like. Oh well, we're not buying protection. We're gonna buy something else. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. of course he he you know he's interrogating the entire family, uh, which was kind of cool, like a setup. Um, and I liked the the Will Patton saying like, "Hey, like, do you know who's like funding this? Like, you're doing their bidding, you moron. Like, you're <laughs> you're doing exactly yeah. what the wealthy elites like yeah, want you good. to do." Yeah, I, I I will give the movie credit for that. I thought that was to, to Todd's point, like of what uh, the film executed that I, that I did like in terms of social commentary. I did like that aspect. Yeah, and I liked Might that I they made that? the older white guy not as racist to kind of counter this idea that I think a lot of people have, where it's like, well, you know, successive generations just like are going to be less racist, and it's like, no, like there can be, you know, parents who fail in mm-hmm. you know in teaching like he even says that to the guys like you know i think i must have failed in in teaching him some things um yeah. and i and i liked that i like i i just i i liked that it wasn't it was on the nose but it 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 twisted things just enough to keep it interesting for me i guess yeah and it points to like think- one of the larger themes or at least one of the themes you could think about with the film is like what even is america like yeah. if you think about it yeah. yeah. I was thinking I about think, that the whole time. Yeah, that was a big prevailing thought throughout the entire film. And it doesn't necessarily answer it, but there's no. like clues to be like, oh, well, this person thinks this way. This yeah. person obviously thinks that. You know, there's a lot of interesting things, sure. and it probably asks you the same question as well. It's like, well, what do you think America is? That's yeah. an, it's an yeah. interesting thing to point up in a horror film. Yeah. And that's what I like is political horror is often really clunky. You know, like Rich can attest yeah. to this. Like, and uh, as a, as a fellow horror fan, like it can be really clunky. But to me, not every political th- uh, horror can be Get Out. Get, that's why Get Out is so yeah. beloved. But what this is, well, no, but what, but I really mean that in that, like, I think a lot of people watch these movies and they're like why aren't you why aren't you brilliant i'm intrigued by your theory so why aren't you fucking brilliant why aren't you perfect i hate you because you're not perfect and i'm really angry that's how i feel like a lot of people respond to these movies when in reality with no yeah no i don't know but like but like like, what they are is really entertaining movies and that yeah. make you think about stuff. And I love the idea that people are yeah. like, let's go to that kill people movie. And like, they come out and they're like, damn, the government might be fucked up. Like, I like that idea. So, you know, yeah, I don't know. It's Sorry, like, Rich. Like what were you going to say, Rich? I agree with you, Todd, that, you know, not every political horror movie can be get out. But I yeah. would argue that like most of, of these, these classic horror films, do hit like politics in in certain points. Like the original zombie movies were about environmentalism, and yeah, you, know, you 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 just have these sure. underpinnings to the genre 
And a lot of the films that kind of like escape that just, you know, the horror realm and become movies that people outside of, of horror fans watch and enjoy that sure. a lot of them do have something to say about our world, the real one. Yeah, I, I would agree. And, just to clarify, when I say political horror, I mean horror that is overtly political. So I would agree yeah. like with what you're saying entirely. Uh, I have no disagreement with that. Yeah. Because uh, horror can be found anywhere. Like, I remember Spencer had like a line that's like, um, you know, the horror is not what we see in our media. It's it's what the media takes in from the environment or something like that. Like that's right. that's part of what horror is. Real quick question: well, it, What I would think... be an example of like mainstream other political horror films? Just out of curiosity, because um, I'm not as familiar. With the horror I would, genre. I would say they live, but I don't think that was mainstream, right? Well, mainstream is the wrong word. Yeah, it is now. Um, they live, like, but as like... But I, really, recent... I, I love the commentary. And they the, uh, re the, the Fly reason would be a good is, example. But the Fly, like, yeah. I, yeah I, guess, definitely. I guess here's my um, question. The is there, just is, came out. Yeah, okay, I, well, I hate the hunt, so... Um, Saw 6. <laughs> I mean, it just... Saw 6. Saw 6 is a political horror film. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Um, um, the Stuff. Quick. The Stuff is a great one. Oh, Halloween 3. Yeah. Society. Halloween 3. Yep, Society. Oh, Society is great. Videodrome. Yeah. Oh, or man. I uh, I was I was just curious. Uh, we can we can make a list or whatever later. Uh, here here is one of my quick criticisms as well, uh, because I I am being persecuted as a negative Nancy by Todd, and I will not stand for it because another legit criticism I had is a movie that is so much. Uh, it's it's getting certain things right. Like there's there's a very a diverse cast, except here's here's the kicker. And Nick hinted at this, uh, I think, in non-spoilers, uh, which I didn't, you know, didn't want to give anything away, so I wasn't going to uh, add on to it. But there are actors in this movie that are way better than the main cast of actors that get killed mm -hmm. off. And I kept thinking to myself, wait a minute, there were three Mexican-American people and there were three white mm -hmm. people. And then they there killed the mexican-american yeah. people and now the the balance has shifted <laughs> i completely agree yeah no i completely yeah. agree we we when we left the theater the first thing we talked about was how killing that they should have killed the sister instead of the and i wish i knew his name but the the guy they uh, killed. that is Al no, the Alejandro peanut butter guy the... Alejandro? okay yeah they should have killed they should have killed peanut butter and not jelly. Oh, Although they were was... no, 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 no. She was jelly. Yeah, the way around. Yeah, she no, was jelly. they should have killed jelly and not peanut butter. Although what they really should have done actually is killed the racist guy. And yeah, definitely, definitely. Let the si let the sister and his legacy be like he's a dad. right as he's well, his legacy is he's a dad. But right as he's about to die, uh, Alejandro looks at him. And then, like, looks at his sister and is like, yep, 
I'm gonna hook up with your sister. <laughs> I, you I racist say, fuck. I will say, in speaking of the peanut butter jelly thing, I think this film presents the most tragic love story ever because they could not complete their PB and J sandwich. Because well, yes. maybe look the look when you check out Purge season three. Maybe maybe they show the the PB and J being eaten. No, but it, so my, my thing, I guess that like I had a problem with this is I actually really liked uh, Tenoch Huerta and and Alejandro Edas that chemistry together. They them as yeah. like this duo, I thought really worked. And and I was thinking, I was like, yeah, I, I was like, do I do I care about this family? And I think the answer, besides the pregnant woman because she's pregnant, <laughs> the answer was no. Um, she's pregnant and she said liberal stuff earlier so yeah, she, she's, she's coded as racist. like liberal yeah yeah, well, yeah like the, the white liberal <laughs> not quite leftist yeah very liberal exactly <laughs> yeah she's not great but here's my you thing is one hot tip to make your movie better in 30 seconds and that's just don't cast josh lucas the guy who played the racist guy he's <laughs> yeah he is irritating. Also, in I didn't do much for me. Also, okay. have more scenes with peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> more scenes with peanut butter and jelly. Tom, no, it's not the funniest joke. Josh Lucas? No, I'm coming in to say I actually agree because um, really, genuinely, like, I do agree. As much as I like this movie, remember, I still found uh, I only gave it a seven and a half. I don't think it's perfect at all. I do not think they should have killed the character played by Alejandro that you brought up. I think what they should have done is killed the racist guy. Unfortunately, Josh Lucas was clearly the highest paid actor in that film, and they're just not going to do that. And also, yeah. even in a film that criticizes whiteness, let's face it, whiteness wins. So, like, yeah. Josh Lucas's character is going to, like, make it, like... Pretty much. Pretty yeah, far they really there, right? The violence in the blind side, too. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Her version of the blind side. Uh. Sandra Bullock comes back as a serial killer. <laughs> well, so, so that's, I guess, I think people could walk away from, from this movie. People who have uh, more, like, subtle racism walk away from this movie being like, wow, like, it's a good thing Josh Lucas survived because he's a good stand-up uh, fatherly figure. And then the QAnon people like maybe just forget the ending and are like, sure. yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that, this is like the issue I keep like circling back to. Another person I wanted to mention, I don't know what it was. Uh, the, the co-worker, uh, Sammy R Rotubi. I really like him as an action uh, or like yeah. an action like horror star. I thought he was he was good at, at beating up bunny people. Um, yeah, and then they don't utilize I, him again. And I don't understand. Again, this is this is where I go back to how was this written for the movie, where the logic is not oh let's go pick up your family. He's like I have to be with my family. And that to me, like, I was like, well, did this guy have other obligations um, that he couldn't be in the it's, movie? It's literally <laughs> like that Simpsons episode where Poochie gets expelled. <laughs> yes. Where it's yes. like, I have to go back to my home planet now. He's just like, I have to go to my family. Goodbye. And then, like, yep, yeah, <laughs> we get rid of that character. Where Again, did they another get another character we could have. 
Where did Jigsaw <laughs> have like a garage sale or something? Like, <laughs> I was I was wondering when we got to that. I was like, oh my god, are we about to have a crossover? Because I would be fine if Jigsaw somehow showed up, not in uh, Spiral: The Book of Saw, but a Purge film. That would be the ultimate Saw twist, and I was so excited for like half a second. Um, like Jigsaw. But it's like I orchestrated this ever. I made the purge. I would be like, whoa, the ultimate long con. Um, (laughs) Another person, listen, I know this is a trope to have uh, the mythical Native American. uh, Mm. I think it's perfect in the purge film. Look, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. No, it works great. Me with my one, my four percent, or whatever. I'm not gonna be the the decider or anything. But as a as a ba of a person. he was awesome. Like the whole standoff I thought was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. The the coolest cool. the one of the coolest interactions in that whole movie is when Racist says, This isn't your fight, and he says, It's been our fight for five hundred years. Five hundred years, yeah. I actually I that's when the movie like almost won me over and I almost forgot yeah. about like my criticisms because I was like, hell yeah. Like you tell those. Yeah, that people. was a really cool moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I liked oh, it. I liked it. Yeah. But I get for the, for the most part, I think me and Todd are actually closer on this film than we think we are. Um, look, I, I think even though we might see our differences in people, um, we're together now and that's all that matters. So yes, right. <laughs> that'll, that'll do it for uh, this this review and spoiler discussion of The Purge. Uh, thank you, Todd. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Nick, for coming on this one. Uh, and make sure to check out a bunch of other reviews coming very soon. Uh, me and Todd are probably going to do a double feature of America, the motion pic- the the picture show or whatever the netflix animated thing um and then the tomorrow war we're probably going to do it combine them into because we don't know if we have that much to talk about uh for both of them um but yeah be Mm -hmm. on the lookout for more episodes see ya see ya bye purge responsibly